Hello, hello, hi, good evening. My name is Pamela Mutenga. I'm the founder of Abundant Life Family Care, and today I wanted uh, to talk about black wealth. It's a continuation of the, uh, that it's a continuation of the series we we had last week. Um, we're talking about black wealth. Uh, why is it uh, that the black community is lagging behind? compared to other communities when it comes to creating black wealth we talked about two points last week uh if you missed yeah if you missed last week i talked about um two points which are that uh we don't educate our children because first of all we're not taught by our parents so we find it hard to teach it to our children um yet these are important issues in the lives of you know every adult so we need to basically be teaching it from a young age uh, to our children so that they can do the same with uh, more generations to come their generation and their children's generation and we can break um, we can break that chain we can break that curse whatever you want to call it uh of not educating ourselves when it comes to things like parenting, when it comes to things like finance, personal finance, money management. You know, these are things that uh, we need to teach ourselves. You know, even including marriage, we need to constantly learn. So that's one of the reasons as to why uh, we're still lagging behind. And like I said, at the end of it all, we'll talk about how we can improve so the second issue is, uh, as a black community, compared to our, our counterparts, we can see the Jews, you know, they are good with money. Why? Because they know how to manage money. They don't splash. Our issue as a black community is when, you know, because we come from poorer backgrounds, when you get money, people likes to sp- splash what they call bowling. People likes to show off. They want to, you know, to drive the big car they want to live in a big house they want to splash uh go on so many holidays you know and yet they haven't actually they can't afford it you know if you look at it um there's an example of um warren buffett even recently he was asked why he can't drive a good car because he still has a an old car and he still lives in a house he lived in long time ago yet he's a wealthy man he did the calculations you know he counted he did the calculations and said you know if i pay for maybe 300 pound a month or 400 dollars you know in the money's where he lives that is dollars you know uh for how many years then that will be if I had invested it after 40 years, after 20 years, it will be, you know, maybe $1 million. We can see he's thinking in terms of his children, he's thinking in terms of his grandchildren, generational wealth. He's not just thinking about himself and what he, how he can satisfy himself and his ego. And, you know, that's the way we ought to be thinking. We need, there needs to be in our community, there needs to be a paradigm shift if we are going to create wealth. So that's the second reason I talked about. The third reason that I want to address today is, you know, some of us come from Africa uh, where we 
you know we have relatives back home uh, who are looking and you know maybe not one not two not three people are looking unto us for help but then i've come to realize that i mean if you give away everything then what do you have to use to create wealth we need to be wise enough to know that we need to invest in ourselves as well prepare for our children because at the end of the day you can't go back to these people everyone that you helped and say oh hang on help me i need to create wealth because we know that to create wealth it takes time it takes time it's not a one day thing not a two year thing not a three year thing unless maybe you did a business and it blossomed after just a short while but you know if you're just like every other person it will take time to create wealth so we have to be mindful when we are busy sending money back home and uh giving it to it's not bad to help uh, please get, hear me out it's not bad to help people but if you're helping people and giving most of your money out and you're not you know preparing for your olden age preparing for your children and even preparing for anything that might happen or even preparing having you know uh, an emergency fund and you're busy funding other people when a problem arises you can't go back to this and say hang on i used to help you so help me out and it's a good thing if we you know if we uh create wealth because if these people still come and they need help they need mentoring they need all the things then we can be able to help if we are in a good place so that's the third thing the fourth is that uh if we look at our counterparts the Asians the Jews there's a lot of people in their community who do business with one another uh they work together they 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 uh we've had of this saying that uh which is true it's a fact that uh for the black pound you know it circulates maybe a few times maybe two times or even one time or three times before you know and then afterwards it goes to a different community but for the jewish pound or the asian pound circulates in their community for maybe 10 times or more before it goes out that means they support each other when they are doing businesses so the money they are, they create wealth within themselves and yet if we see uh, for african people or for black people we don't really support each other we need to lever up we need to work together we need to support each other and is i know these people supporting each other but it needs to be much more than what we are doing already in order for us to move forward in order in order for us to catch up with other communities it's so important and our children also learn that we are not islands you know because they saw it from us if we work as a team we work with you know we work as a team and we work with other people in our communities instead of running to other people for jobs and running to other people taking our money to them they see that this is the way things are supposed to be done number 4 is you know a lot of us in the black community there's a status sim you know number 4 is a lot of us in the black community you know we have high regard of for education and having a job no problem with having a job and 
you know, um, going to school and gaining a degree or gaining uh, a master's or PhD and doing a good job, maybe a social worker, um, you will... Uh, a psychologist, all those kinds of things, they are all good. But that will only help you and your family. It will not help other people in your community, maybe employ those people. And yet if we look in um, in um, other cultures, other, um, yes, other communities, we see that the Asians, um, they start up businesses and they work together, they support each other. The, the Jews, they work together, they create businesses. I'm not saying they don't go to school, they do go to school, they have big jobs. They, If you look in the wealth management companies, if you look at all those companies, you know, most of them are owned by the Jews because they are good with money. The Asians too are good with money. So we see that in these communities, they do go to school, they do acquire, uh, you know, they do value education. But the thing is, they don't only stop at education. They, in their communities, they create businesses. And these businesses bring opportunities for maybe loans to, 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 ex, to scale their businesses. And also, they can be able to work together when they, you know, when they have businesses. So that's another thing that is keeping the, 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 the black community, you know, lagging behind when it comes to, to wealth creation. Um, another point is, uh, will I don't know if I talked about this one earlier. Sorry if I, I talked about it already. Uh, that we like to splash. I think I talked about it already. Uh, um, yeah. So there needs to be a, a paradigm shift, like I said, in the way we think about money. And first, it has to start with us as parents. Go educate ourselves about money, about how money works. And then we can be able to teach our children. And once we make those changes in our own lives, I'm sure there will be betterment in our families. There will be changes even in our marriages. There will be changes even in the way we see life, in the way we we perceive life. You know, uh, and I'm glad that a lot of us, if you look at Africa, a lot of people are born again. I'm not saying everyone. But there's a lot of uh, people born again. And, uh, you know, the Bible says, God will bless the work of our hands. We have to get out there, trust God, do things that will, you know, will help us. But then we have to be wise with money too. Yeah, otherwise, if we, we are not wise with money, money will be our master. And when it is your master, it means there are two things. Either you rich and enslaved by money that you have to work all the time no time for family no time for for god uh, you're constantly working the other side of it is maybe you someone is poor they're constantly working working three jobs they don't have time for god they don't have time for family and they are constantly working and worrying about money you know but when we know how to manage our money whether we are wealthy or even you know learning to manage our money that means we can be able to have time for family and time for god so thank you for listening today i'll end here and hopefully uh you'll get to hear more about what i have to say about um 
what we need to do to change the notion what we need to do to to have more black wealth or catch up with other communities when it comes to creating wealth um i like to hear your views your comments and also your add-ons on what i've said okay thank you hope you have a good night and wherever you are maybe you're in different countries uh have a blessed day bye bye